Hello everybody, my name is Josh Child, I'm the National College Advisory Program Director for Rush Soccer and today is Friday, September 18th and we're going to be talking about the NCAA updating the dead period until January 1st, 2021 and what does that mean to you? Today's episode is brought to you by the writer Neck Hammock. You can find that exclusively on Amazon. I'm telling you, I used it, I loved it. I clipped it to my to my door. I put a little face mask on, and, and I had a weighted blanket. Huh? Yes, I have a weighted blanket. Turned some music on. It was the best ten minutes of, of, of my life. Fantastic! You can find it on exclusively on Amazon. And we're gonna dive into it. This is Capture. You're listening to CapChat, the number one soccer recruitment podcast in the United States. This is CapChat. As many of you know, the NCAA has extended their dead period, as expected, until January 1st, 2021. I wasn't expecting to go that long, uh, but January 1st, 2021, uh, honestly, I was kind of expecting they'd, they'd kind of make it a quiet period. But a dead period, as you can see here on, on the screen, uh, a dead period is no athletic contact off campus. They can't watch games. They can't go to ID camps. Uh, you can't go to their campus. They can only they can still call, text, email you as long as you're past the the age of June 15th, going into your junior year. Um, so, and I've heard a lot of people like, "Oh God, this is the worst thing ever. This is awful." And and, and is it? Let's is it really the worst thing ever? We're going to talk about that here here in a second. But I, I do want to answer. A question and talk about that. I think it was a great question that was asked, and, and it's: Do you think granting athletes an additional year, uh, if if they want, which they they will receive, um, they're going to receive an additional year of eligibility, is that going to be a log jam on, on some rosters? Do you think it will naturally resolve itself through addition uh, and transfers, etc.? That's a great question, and I wish I had I wish I had a crystal ball to, to answer that exactly, but. One of the things that uh, Dan Ruffner from uh, Alaska Rush had, had, had said is um, it, it is, and, and, and I think he's right. Some kids are taking what we call a gap year because um, they're not getting the opportunity to, to possibly play. This, And I want to talk about the, the gap year and how this works. You have five years after the date you graduate high school. You have five years to complete your four years of eligibility. So you, you can play athletics in the NCAA system for four years. Uh, and really, let me back this up. You can play any athletics. You have four years to play. Whether you go to JUCO for two years and play, that means you have two more years to play. And you can always get a redshirt in there. Uh, and you hear about redshirts more at the football level than redshirt freshmen. But you always have, you can have a gap year. And one of the comments that I saw was, well, if you're on a gap year, you can just continue to play and kick the ball around and, and maybe get a high-level club team. I want to I want to make this point and, and, and I want to be very blunt about it. Taking a gap year because you're not going to college or you don't get the opportunity to go is acceptable, but you cannot take a year off from high level competition. There's nothing that mimics games. There's nothing that mimics high level training. Um, this is this is I don't want this to become a commercial for for the Rush Combine Academy, but this is what that exists for. Bob Riasso is amazing. He's one of the most winningest coaches in NCAA history. Winningest. I'm going to. I'm going to stick with that word, winningest. Um, but he, he's won a lot of games in NCAA, and he's absolutely incredible. And this is what it is. This is a boarding school. You live, sleep, eat, dream, soccer. 
um, six days a week, and, and you're on campus there, and you play. They're playing the WSBL now. Um, so check it out, the Rush Combine Academy. It is, it is perfect for that gap year player because I, I do think that's a great concept and great idea. So um, that's kind of what we're looking at, and it may create a logjam because players are sticking around longer. Um, but that's okay. So let's let's so that's that's the answer to that question. Now we get so let's dive right back in. We're gonna, we're going to take a look at and talk about the the concept of of focus on NCAA. And again, I'm not anti NCAA Division One. I want to be realistic with this, and so I'm, I'm going to throw a couple stats at you that um, you may or may not like. But here's here's what it is: 1.3 percent of boys will play D1. 2.4% of girls will play D1. So when we talk about this is the worst thing ever, this is it, this is awful, this is this is the worst thing ever, and that's why I say, is it, is it really? We, we're we so focused as, 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 as a soccer culture of I want to play Division I soccer, and, and I think that is a great dream. I had the same dream. When, when I was younger, I, I wanted to play at TCU, and I'll tell you the story, and you may have heard this before, but I wouldn't play at TCU because I was a Disciples of Christ. It's a church I went to. They were Disciples of Christ. I thought, this is it. I'm going to play at TCU. And my high school coach had to set me down and said, listen, Josh, you're not, you're not at TCU level. And that's okay. So I found a fit, and I played, and I got money to play. And, that, and that's, that's, that's the key of what I want, what I want you guys to grasp. We talk about you know D one can't go recruit anymore until January first. If you take the average of one point three for boys and two point four for girls, let's just make it two percent. Two percent of athletes will play Division one soccer. What about everyone else? What about the, the everyone else that that we play Division two, II, Division three, NAI, JUCO? That is a great opportunity to to play. I, I'm I'm asking you as parents and and, and players. Don't be so focused on this Division One, Division One thing. Division One. I'm going to play Division One soccer. I'm going to do this. When my teammate is getting committed to Division One, I'm going to play Division One. When you're looking at only two percent go and play Division One, what about everyone else? What are we, where, where did we go play? And you got to remember why you go to college. Here's another stat for you. Less than 1% will play pro soccer. It's actually 0.08%. If you're, if you're a fan of comedy, you remember Animal House when they got the grade point average, 0.0. Mr. Blutowski, 0.0. But anyway, so 0.8% will play pro soccer. So guys, we are going to college to get an education, plain and simple. We are going to college to get an education. If you're listening or watching to this, most likely you or your parents or someone are paying to play soccer. You're paying money to play a sport you love. And we are trying to get you an opportunity to get paid to play a sport you love. If you can get paid to play the game of soccer and get a degree, you've won. Don't get so caught up on Division One or Division Two, or Division Three, or AI. Find a school that fits you. Find a school that is academically a fit because you have to have a degree. 
I'm not saying don't chase your dreams of playing D1. I'm not saying don't chase your, your dreams of, of playing pro soccer because one of the great things about Rush is we do have some really cool pyramids that can get you involved with that. I'm telling you you need a degree. I'm telling you that we go to college to get a degree. And if you're lucky enough, if you're blessed enough to be able to work full-time in soccer, great. Then That's what was fantastic about it. But I'm telling you, if you get an opportunity to play soccer in college and get paid to do it, you've won. Don't get caught up on the hype and the and, and I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play University of North Carolina. I'm gonna play UCLA. I'm, I'm gonna play Duke or find a school that fits you and look at all levels. Look at all levels because every level is so different. Every school is different. There's Division ones that would defeat Division two. There's Division three that would defeat Division two schools. There's a Division three school that I promise you would defeat a, beat a Division one school. Go and get a degree and get paid to play a sport that you absolutely love and you've succeeded. You're doing something that 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 very few kids get to go. And here's the next stat: ten percent. Of high school athletes will play soccer in college. Ten percent. That's it. One point three will play Division One for boys. Two point four play for girls. Play Division One. Ten percent. So if you get paid to play a sport you love and get a degree, you are in the top ninety percent of, of of high school soccer players. So focus on that, parents. Focus on that, players. Go to a school that you love. Find the coach you like. Find the culture you like. Don't look at it Division One, Division Two, Division Three, or JUCO or NAIA. Find the coach you love. Find the team you love. Find the environment you love. Find the school that has your degree that you want to major in. Guys, I'm sorry that I went on a soapbox rant for this, and I know the main topic was the NCAA dead period, but, but please listen to me here. My job is to help you get to college and play. My job is just to get you to succeed any way I can. And so until you've seen those levels, until you've seen the, and, and to seen a Division One school, Division Two, Division Three, NAIA, JUCO, go watch them play. I know it's tough right now, but watch live soccer. Watch them play in the spring. If they're playing this fall, watch them and say, am I at this level? And be honest. There are people in your club that will be honest with you. It's okay to get honest feedback sometimes. So that's my soapbox, everyone. I, I, I do appreciate it um, and letting me ramble. I hope this helps. Division One soccer will, will come back January 1st. But until then, for the 98% that will play D2, D3, NAI, and JUCO, we're still playing. We're still kicking. There's still hope they can watch games. I promise you there's money out there to be made playing college soccer. And whatever I can do to help you, please let me know. This has been Cap Chat, everyone. My name is Josh Tyler. And as always, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay kind. Hello, everybody. My name is Josh Tyler. I'm the National Cap Director for Rush Soccer. And we are very excited to announce the Rush Cap app. This is where you can get notifications of when to send emails, why to send emails, exclusive content you can only find on the CAP app. Keep up with the recruitment process with notifications from me personally. I'm here to help you through the recruitment process, and we created the CAP app just for you. Download it today on Apple or Android. You can visit RushCollege.com to find all the links.
Thanks for listening to Cap Chat, the number one soccer recruitment podcast in the United States. Be sure to check back every two weeks for new episodes of Cap Chat exclusively on the Rush Podcast Network. My name is Josh Tyler, and this is Cap Chat.